Kia ora, good morning and welcome into Izzy and Kempi for breakfast at four past six on your Thursday morning. And uh, well, Kempi finished up yesterday. He's already messaged me from the airport at about five o'clock. That man never sleeps uh, saying bulla bulla because he is off to Fiji today. And uh, that means we have a bit of a hole to fill in the studio and... Uh, what better way to fill a hole in the studio than Mark Richardson? Good morning to you, sir. Yeah, morning, morning. Oh, you've gone to the bench again, haven't you? Although you've probably no, you've pulled someone out of retirement. <laughs> <The bench. Okay. laughs> I vowed never to bat again, and I was here what less than a month ago. There and, yeah, there you go. Enjoyed it back. so much. I'm I'm back for another bat. Yeah, mate. Well, speaking of batting, uh, the the Black Caps batted uh, uh, overnight in the uh, test against Bangladesh day two. Of course, had to get uh, Bangladesh out of there first. Tim Southey, first ball of the day, bang, wicket, all right, thanks very much, let's take a 10 minute break and uh, have an innings break and, and get us to bat, but uh, didn't go all the black caps way, it seems to be, if you look through the Bangladeshi innings, and then you look through our innings, a lot of starts, but it must be quite a difficult pitch to bat on, uh, because no one really going on with it except Captain Kane. Yeah, he's brilliant, isn't he, another 100, another test 100, he's just... It's he's staggeringly good, mm. and, it's, and he's been out of the game for a bit. Came straight back into the World Cup, looked like he never left. Scored runs, now scores a hundred with back to the wall sort of hundred as well. By the looks of it, with wickets going around him, no real momentum, not feeling like you're ever getting in front of the game, and he just churns it out. Um, but yeah, struggling a little bit. Mm. I, I can I, I can see how they're playing Bangladesh. In one day, as in Bangladesh is tough, we've struggled. Always been a lot better than them in test matches, but they they are getting better and they're good in their own environment. The, the spinners bowl a lot of deliveries at you, and they are really good at just slowly chipping you out if you can't if you can't put pressure on them. Mm. Um, and it looks like that's been the case. Uh, you know, the, the I, I see Phillips got forty, so he's he's justified his place there. And Mitchell got uh, some runs as well, got out stumps, obviously trying to put pressure on Bangladesh. So they, they've you know they've got New Zealand. New Zealanders uh, behind the game now, and have got plenty of work to do. And that's when you expect your better side to be able to over five days actually drift to the top. Bangladesh will have to pick, will have to be able to weather the storm again when they bat. Uh, they might they'll. they'll They'll find themselves in a rare position of strength, mm. perhaps, and and that's that's where you almost need more belief when you're in front of a side that's meant to be better than you to capitalise on it. So there's a long way to go on this test, but without a doubt, New Zealand's struggling somewhat. Yeah, 44 runs behind with two wickets in hand. I always I always look at that and go, well, one of those wickets is Tim Southey. What's he going to do? Because we know he's a capable ba- enough batsman. He just seems to have that, and maybe, I don't know, having some captaincy will change things, but he always just seems to be like, oh, let's get this over with so I can get the ball in my hand again. Well, he's better off just having a whack. Yeah. If he gets a quick 20, we get close to them. Uh, he's not He's not going to get as close by pushing and prodding. It, it's, it doesn't work with him psychologically. Yeah. So, yeah, he could just have a little bit of a swing. Um, you know, there's some batting ability all the way down, and you know that he's not going to be frightened by quicks in those conditions and... And the spinners he quite likes, so he, he should just have a have a fly. Uh, hopefully, New Zealand get a little bit close, get some parity, and then let's go again. Yeah, let's go again. Now, uh, Kane Williamson, you mentioned he he did bring up a hundred, hundred and four before being bowled by Tyjul Islam, who was the best of the Bangladeshi uh, bowlers. Uh, Kane Williamson now has twenty nine Test centuries rigor, which brings him level with two of I suppose a modern great and an and a, and a, and a great from the past. 
Who do you reckon those two are? Well, I know, because you told me out in the office. <laughs> Who's your big quiz out in the office? Yeah, well, well, yeah, but I thought yeah. I, I, I'd lay the platform for you so you come out, come up like the guru. <laughs> Don't sound like I, I, I didn't get anywhere near it. Um, so the Don, the great Don Bradman, 29. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and, and oh, Verrett Coley. Verrett Coley. Who hasn't finished yet. 35, though, isn't he? 35 years old. Mm. Is he really? Has he got that old? Or... Nah, he's, but he's super fit, and he still seems to have a lot of enthusiasm. He's got a few more years, hasn't he, Verrett Coley? You, you'd give him another couple of seasons. Well, I guess it depends. If you're Verrett Coley, he is 35. What does he do? Like You've just won a, um, or lost a World Cup at home. Does he just go, look, I'm just in it for the bank now. I'm 35. I'll get a, another three or four years at IPL and then be done. Or do you go... My love of the game came from test cricket, and I'm going to forget the white ball stuff and just do this and, and try and set some records. He strikes me as one of those person people that just loves loves playing, which is the same as Kane. Kane, mm. I think Kane just loves the the pure mechanic of batting. That, that's where he gets his enjoyment in the game. And I, I sense Coley's the same. He likes to compete, and he just likes to bat. Yeah, uh, and and that's probably. I see players like that have have more longevity in the sport than those who I think are driven by a certain goal and they reach that goal, then they have to go, do I want to set another goal? Do I really want to do that? I've, I've achieved everything I wanted to achieve. Often you see those guys go a little bit sooner, but people who just love to play the game. Mm. And every day, when you listen to Kane talk about batting, every day is a new challenge for him. Because every game's a bit different, and his his thing is just going, okay, what's the situation today? How do I need to bat, and then try to bat that way, and that's where he gets his pleasure. I feel mm. rather than going, wow, well, how many hundreds is he got? I'll knock him off. That used to motivate Ross Taylor, I believe, yeah. but I don't think it it, it motivates um, Kane. I think he just likes the art of of batting, getting out there and doing it. Yeah. Spending some time in the middle. All right. Um, we uh, do have some questions for you. We call it the triple threat. Let's get into it. All right, Rick. I know a lot of people are going uh, to. We have a lot of people going to go with this, but I'll, I'll, I'll give you the opportunity to, to answer this first. Uh, Richie McCaw completed the five passes endurance mountain bike race. He came home all beat up after the fall. Gemma put some pictures up. Uh, like scrapes, and he had fallen off. He had like basically um, grazed most of his back and shoulder. Um, and then they found out that he had a bro- he had competed most of it with a broken rib after the uh, after that fall. Uh, it never seemed to bother him. Pain did it, Richie McCord did, regardless of what he was doing. Uh, what's the most pain you've played through? Was it was it the cramp or was it something else? Oh, at the time, the cramp was pretty bad. Mm. But I do remember we we came out from South Africa with trip where everyone was getting injured. And questions have been asked about the training, what was happening, and uh, you know, were we doing something wrong? And, and New Zealand cricket got a little bit defensive over it, and I put my back out <laughs> at training. And you know, anyone who's put their back out knows how painful that can be. Yeah. So I spent most of the of the the session just lying on my back, unable to move in the changing shed, out of sight. And then uh, the manager came in and said that the media is asking for you. We need to put someone in front of the media. They're specifically wanting you to go and talk. You need to go and talk to them, but you can't. You can't show that you're in pain. <laughs> <laughs> and my back was just doing spasms, and I was trying to do stand-up interview. It took me probably 15 minutes to get off the floor. It's so. It was yeah. It was horrible. And the other time was I broke my thumb in Australia and had to play two tests with a broken thumb, and not tell anyone either. 
How I couldn't that? time anything. Not that I timed in the ball very well at all, but I couldn't. It was my bottom hand, and I just couldn't get any power into any shot. And yeah, like I wasn't great in Aussie anyway, but it didn't help having a broken thumb for two tests. No, especially. I mean, who was who was on the other side? Who had the ball? Brett Lee. Oh, yeah, that's not that's not ideal. McCrae hitting the top of the bat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, nah. Gillespie bowling a, a mid one forties. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, that's far from ideal. All right, there you go. That is number one. Round two. Now Tiger Woods uh, is back, right? And he reckons he'll play till he feels like he can no longer win. And I read that and I went, Aren't you, you think it's now, already? don't you? <laughs> yeah, I think it's now. <laughs> What do you? Re- I mean, oh. as, as a golfer, what do you think? Well, he wants to win. Go and play the seniors or the masters or whatever mm. they call it now. The over fifties. He'll yeah. win a few of those. Like, I, I don't care. It's like I, it's just nice to have those guys out there. Mm. It was like Roger Federer when he reached a point where he wasn't going to win a, a, a slam any longer. It's even if if he makes the quarters, at least you get to watch the great Roger Federer. I can remember going and watching Seve Ballesteros, and he he struggled to, uh, and he was lightly at that point a top one along the ground. I didn't care. Was the great Seve Ballesteros, and to see him out there, you, you know, my memory will be of him being the great magician and 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 artist. Um, and so, just to see Tiger, if he's part of the field, if he struggles to make the cut, he's still there. You remember him at his best, and it's just fantastic for fans. So long as he's not taking some young person's place. Well, that, my point is. He said he'll play till he can no longer win, and he's not talking about the senior tour because he can't play that for another three years. And I look at it and go, does he really believe he can still win? Oh, probably. Well, that's that's the strength that those guys have, isn't it? Mm. Is that, that utter belief. I, I reckon Tiger willed putts into the hole. When he needed a putt, it was just pure the strength of mind and willing the ball and determination to put it from here into that hole. Using that, the force. That, yeah, he, he's a really. I, I think he, the other thing he said is that he loves to compete. Yeah, and I think that that's the thing. That's where he feels he can compete. If he went to the to the seniors and all of a sudden started winning a whole lot of things, and he felt well, it's actually a little easy because the, the courses are set up to do well. These guys are all getting a bit old. Some of them, you know, are never going to win again, and it's a bit of a just a a sort of a, a relaxed trip around the country. I don't think he'd get the enjoyment of winning in that sense. I think he feels to win he has to beat the best. Has to has to be challenged. You reckon he's got Jedi mind powers? Oh I, yeah, I just you know those people have, who who are so determined that it's the determination over the skill that gets the job done when it really matters. Yeah. They just refuse to be beaten. It's that will to win. Yeah. And that's what Tiger, without a doubt, had. Uh, Greg Murphy has said that he's a terrible teacher, despite both his sons being competitive drivers. Uh, he said that his sons would tell you that he he's absolutely horrible as a teacher because he doesn't have any patience. How would you go coaching your kids in the art of, I don't know, spin bowling or batting? <laughs> First of all, does Greg Murphy, he, he sort of, should he be saying that since he now has a driver education training <laughs> business? Did you say he's a great teacher? I mean, people are sending their kids to him to learn to drive. drive. Yeah, mm, yeah. Just don't send them his kids. Apparently, <laughs> uh, no, I'm not. No, I, I coached my son's. Um, well, no, I was I was the the um, I was the, the technical advisor to my son's um, little cricket team when he was young and I quite enjoyed it actually. You got to, with kids you gotta find a different way of, you know, sort of coaching. Yeah. Less technique, more just attitude. I found if you talk got a bit of attitude into the kids, 
that you know the skill followed. Um, you know, like running like you mean it. Yeah. Runs and things things like that. Um, but I'm a rubbish coach. Really? I, yeah. I'm I'm not I'm not a coach. I've found that out pretty quick. Yeah. I, I can sit and I can talk to, uh, let's say, good you know elite cricketers. I can sit there and I can talk and I can talk through some of the the higher level sort of mental skills associated with the game. But I'm not a nuts and boltsy coach person. You couldn't go into like Robbie's um, grade cricket team and make them better. No, they they would just make me worse as a person. <laughs> <laughs> that's the only thing that's happening there. All right, okay. Because you know Robbie has some skill with the ball. Really? Yeah, yeah. He, he took took four for, uh, six for seventeen off eleven the other day. And playing that, what is it? The last man stand stuff? No, or, no, no. Playing proper grade cricket. Oh, really? Yeah. Handy, handy. A few back issues apparently. So uh, it doesn't have the express pace anymore now that he's now that he's a grand old age of twenty four. Yeah, yeah, but it goes all right, mate. It goes all right, <laughs> apparently. So he tells us. Well, so. good luck to him. Yeah, I must admit, I do drive past the park now on a Saturday and look at people playing and go, "I'm glad that's not me." <laughs> <laughs> we did have a text through here uh, from Chris. Uh, we were talking about Virat Kohli before. He said, "I read yesterday that Kohli's pulled out of the white ball tour of South Africa, but will be available for the tests." Great. That's what you want to hear, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah, prioritise it. Yeah, 100% prioritise it. Uh, Keep your texts rolling through to us. Double eight, double three. But that's where his legacy, that's where his legacy will be left and what he does in Test Cricket now. We know he's a great one-day cricketer, but his legacy and his his pure greatness will will end up being more closely tied to what he's done in Test Cricket. Yeah. Try and win a World Test Championship before he retires? Yeah. Yeah, that sort of thing. I mean, that's the pinnacle, isn't it, if you're a cricketer? They've had a couple of goes at it, haven't oh, they? They are the ultimate chokers, aren't they? Well, don't say that to them. Well, I'm, I'm not. I'm saying it to you. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, yeah. I'm going to get a lot of hate out of India all of a sudden on my Twitter. Like, uh, oh, t- heck yeah. T- yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs>